Welcome to StarCast, the official podcast of Star Ranch, the friendliest little nudist club in Texas. Here, you'll learn all about Star Ranch and family-oriented nude recreation. Now, here's your host. Good morning, everyone. This is Mike W. coming to you from Star Ranch. Today, we're sitting with the heart and soul of the ranch, Miss Wanda. And she's going to tell us all about the place. We'll 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 try to keep it under three hours. But uh, <laughs> so first of all, Wanda, what year did you and Dave first come to Star Ranch? Nineteen ninety-seven. Nineteen ninety-seven. Was that a good year to be at Star Ranch? It was because it was just before the first big convention, and David, my husband, was the uh, contributing editor to the Anner Southwest newsletter. And we came here to investigate Star Ranch as the site for the convention that year. I see. And it was in the middle of January. Everybody's golf cart was broken. (laughs) And so we had uh, a walking tour of Star Ranch in January. Merle took us on a walking tour of Star Ranch in the now middle today, of January. Now, for reference, folks, today is January, and it's going to be 82 degrees, but it wasn't a day like that. I no, think. it was not. <laughs> it, was, it was right chilly. <laughs> but we uh, met some of the people. Uh, a lot of the people were here waiting for us to show us all around. We fell in love with the place instantly. Hmm. And when David wrote his... Uh, article in the newsletter about Star Ranch. Uh, he called it uh, a hidden gem, and it has been, <laughs> and had been before that. Now, I understand but there fi- wasn't a lot of promotion back then of the No, ranch. there wasn't. It was word of mouth. The, the only advertising that we knew about, and we came here to check it out for the convention. Hmm. Uh, after David wrote his article for the newsletter, 500 people showed up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Now, where did the newsletter, because this was in the Anna newsletter. Anna newsletter, wow. Anna Southwest. Wow. So yeah. Obviously, COVID wasn't a factor then. <laughs> no, no. And uh, I don't know how, in the name of goodness, the people who were here managed to feed all of those people, but they did. There were campsites everywhere. <laughs> tent, no tent, all cabins, everything was being used that could possibly be used and everybody evidently had an absolute ball because they came back again so two or three years later that's how we found out about it and that was in january and i think in march we joined as members and got us a little cabin back at long long trail and long long trail in one i know the cabin yes Mm -hmm. And just started coming and enjoying the lifestyle and the people ever so much. Great. Well, um, sounds like things were much different then. I mean, we had the National Convention here a year ago, uh, August, and only 75 people showed up. Of course, it was on the tail end of COVID, sort of. But right. uh, I don't think we'll ever see the days where we have 500 people, much less 200, show up for anything except maybe a race. But uh, yeah. how else were things different back then? Were there a lot more activities or... Probably a lot more children. A lot more children. There were a lot of families out here who were... One family had four generations out here at one time. Wow. All living here. 
it was fun. It was just fun. Uh, somehow or other, we made everything fun. I think Mark has called that the Star Ranch effect <laughs> in his musings. And he's right. Whenever something comes along, somebody always steps up to take care of it. And I've not been in many organizations where I can say that. And it's good people, good people, good people. Well, that's sort of what makes us even today. Yes. How long has nudity been a part of your lifestyle, I'll call it? Well, there's a little story that goes with that. Of course. (laughs) That's why we're here. Many, many years ago, uh, David was a book salesman. I was a librarian. He brought his books to my workroom in the library to sell them to me, and I bought the books. And eventually, he came with the package. (laughs) But the first date we had was at uh, Vargo's, which was in Houston, the ultimate in romantic dining with peacocks on the grounds and white and black swans and gazebos and azaleas and swinging bridges and you name it, they had it and it was romantic. Mm. And in the middle of the meal, he took my hand and said, I let you get away from me 20 years ago when we had dated briefly. Ah. And I don't know if you're seeing anybody now, but I'm not going to let that happen again. I threw away the best salmon I had ever had in my life because I lost my appetite and went into... (laughs) You were so appalled or what? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Wasn't ready for that. I see. Or at least I thought I wasn't, but six months later we were married. I see. But the thing he told me that night was, there's one thing that you may back out over. I said, well, what in the world is this? We're sitting in this beautiful gazebo out in the middle of the azalea blossoms. He said, I'm a nudist. I said, a what? (laughs) So that's my introduction to nudity. I see. (laughs) Well, he must have defined it well. He must have, because at that particular time, he lived at a nudist, nudist place down the road. And so... I went to visit with him on weekends, and I had a beautiful robe from the neck all the way to the floor, which I wore. (laughs) And one night, after everything had calmed down, everything was quiet, everybody was at home, we walked down to the pool, and I got to the side of the pool. The only lights were from inside the pool, the lighting. So I stepped down into the water. Once the water covered my shoulders, it was fine. I take it at some point you took off the robe. I took oh, the okay. robe. I dropped, <laughs> I dropped the robe, okay. yes. And uh, after that, it was just gaining a little confidence, which didn't take long because I was the one that was different <laughs> when I had clothes on. Mm. And when did you move to the ranch? June 1, 1999, I had retired from my uh, job in Houston. David could sell books from anywhere if there Mm -hmm. was an airport handy, so we decided to try the lifestyle. So you've done a lot of things here at Star Ranch. What Uh, positions have you held over the years? Well, (laughs) I know you were chief cook and bottle washer along with Margie for a while, right? Oh, yeah, we did. We did. (laughs) We did a lot. We did an awful lot in the... 
and the kitchen together. But before that, I served as the uh, Star Ranch liaison person with the Alcoa group that was trying to take over our property by eminent domain. There was a lignite mine next to the ranch. And yes. They finally and they finally decided that our lignite was too deep to be practical to mine. Ah. Thank goodness for small flav- favors. Flavors. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, but I stayed active in a group called Neighbors for Neighbors to keep them at bay. Mm. And we finally did before Iceland. I believe Iceland built them a great big old power plant up there and moved them up there to Iceland. And we were at least free of Alcoa, but utilities took over. Anyway, we have had to fight to keep our land. And we have. And you've been um, on the board? I've been, I was on the board for 13 years with one year off. 2009 is when a new crew got on the board. Okay. And I was among those. I ended up make, doing the duties of the president because of personality conflicts. <laughs> and when uh, the board decided to hire a manager and his wife to run the place... Uh, I stayed as office supervisor for five years. Wow. So I learned an awful lot. <laughs> so you know where all the bodies are buried? Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that included uh, office management or supervision. I didn't do much except just sign papers <laughs> for those who were doing the work. And most recently, you were the president for seven months. Yes, How I was did. that stint? That was hard. <laughs> I, was, I was happy to relinquish those strings. I did not find it to be enjoyable. Oh, come on. Everybody <laughs> at the ranch always agrees, right? No. Oh, come on. No, we don't. But that's okay, too, because we're strong personalities. Yes. We're an alternate lifestyle. If you didn't have strong personalities, you, it wouldn't be any fun. Well, the last uh, 10 years, according to the Anner president, when he came here before the convention, he says this place has changed dramatically. How do you feel about all the dramatic changes and the increase in membership over the last year? I'm tickled pink to see the increase in membership and the changes. The changes, um, a lot of the changes were cosmetic, Mm -hmm. and they needed to be. We needed to have those changes. Starting way, way back, the governance with council and board, hopefully coordinating, mm-hmm. um, made it kind of unique. Our governance is a unique situation, but it was set up by the founders. So far, we seem to be doing okay. 60 new members a year is not to be sneezed at. <laughs> well, that's post-COVID, you must remember. So that's true. I think everybody and everybody got, was tired of staying at everybody home. Everybody had cabin fever, wanted to get out and get mm-hmm. naked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We reaped the benefits, didn't we? We did. We did. But we also have had councils that created fun, fun activities. Mm -hmm. And a board that was working its butt off trying to get everything running smoothly as well. Hopefully, hand in hand. Um, So who do you miss most? Margie. 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 Yeah. Uh, She's holding up a picture of Wanda and Margie. We should frame that and put it in the hall. Mm -hmm. Uh, some years back, we renamed the cafe Margie's Naked Cafe. I think mm-hmm. she'd been tickled about that. Yep, because she did. She was the kitchen as long as she was here. Mm-hmm. And it was mm, hard, hard working. The most gracious woman I think I've ever met. 
I mean, the very first day we walked in there about, no, maybe 19 years ago, she's like, come on in, have a seat. What can yeah. I get you for breakfast? Right. So, it was commented the other day that uh, there seems to be this pretty rapid turnover of people at the ranch. Do you think that's just because of the age of most of our members coming in? I mean, we've there are people here that don't remember Margie. There are people here that don't oh, remember. Oh, I know that. None of the sixty Cliff. new members know them. Oh no, they that's don't right. know me either, for that matter, because well, I've been kind of under the wire well, for the you last just year down or so. As president in April, so they they don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. A lot of them came on this summer, so that's right. So you think that's good or bad? I think it's good. Okay. We have to have new people. Yeah. But I still would like some grounding in the history of the place, just so people appreciate it. So, okay, that's why we we still have the big birthday party in either August or September. Mm-hmm. So, for for those folks out there, we just turned sixty five this past uh, August, and uh, have been doing pretty well. Yes, we have. Well, I only have one more question for you, and that is, what do you think is the future for Star Ranch? What's in the future out there? Oh. Where, do you, where do you see Star Ranch going? Where do I see Oh, I it? finally stumped her for once. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really hard to predict because people are not predictable. Um, I, I think we will continue to grow. I think we, we're on a roll right now. I would foresee at some point in the not-too-distant future, or I would hope, that we have a family atmosphere with, uh, with children mm-hmm. again, with the very best possible protections for those children. Right. And I would like to see that happen because the pendulum does swing. Mm-hmm. And right now we're doing a lot of adult stuff, which is fun, and brings the adults in. We used to have some, uh, someone who coordinated children's activities, mm-hmm. but then when the children grew up <laughs> and left, however, some of them are coming back now and mm-hmm. bringing their children with them. Some of that four-generation family I mentioned earlier. Too few. (laughs) Yeah, too few. But they're spreading the word. The word's getting out there. We hope so. Yeah. We appreciate this time today. Any final parting words for us? Just keep up the good work. Keep up the Star Ranch effect. There you go. (laughs) It's a real thing. There you go. Thank you, Wanda. Thank you. Join us again for our next StarCast and learn all about Star Ranch and family-friendly nude recreation. Ready for your first visit to Star Ranch? Come out for the day or spend the weekend. Cabins and RV sites with full hookups are available. Tent camping, too. Relax in one of our two pools or in the hot tub. There's always fun to be had at the ranch. Dances, potlucks, washers, tennis, pickleball, volleyball, and so much more. For a full list of activities and to plan your visit, go to StarRanch.net. Star Ranch was established in 1957 and is open year-round. Conveniently located just off Highway 290 at McDade, Texas, between Austin and Houston. Star Ranch, the friendliest little nudist club in Texas. A proud member of the American Association for Nude Recreation. Hope to see you soon at Star Ranch.